Welcome everyone. My name is Alexis Folk and I'm your proud host of the Meeting Mighty People podcast. Today on the Meeting Mighty People podcast, we are honored to introduce Brianna. Brianna is a bright youth born three months premature with a condition called Charcot Marine Tooth Disease, which I learned is a rare condition that affects the nervous system. In this Meeting Muddy People podcast, Brianna will be asked to share her journey living with her condition. Hello and welcome, Brianna. Tell us a little bit about your condition of CMT and how it affects you personally. I think it affects me personally because it limits my range of motion sometimes and like how much I can move my feet and how much activity I can do. It also affects like pain reception and like how fast I can feel stuff. So there's that. Yes. Pain reception has a lot to do with the nerves in the brain. That's a great answer. How do you accommodate your needs and how do you get around? Prior to surgery, I was walking and sometimes I use a wheelchair for long distance activities. But right now I'm like in rehab, so I'm getting used to walking again. So yeah, and I also wear leg orthotics and sometimes we'll use the wheelchair when I go to the mall and do more things that require a lot of walking. Sure, understandable. Can you tell us about some of the daily challenges faced living with CMT? What basic daily things are more difficult for you? I find doing stuff like stairs and walking around can be hard because my muscles are tighter. And also things like telling how hot or cold temperatures can take a little bit until my body can recognize how warm or cold the thing is. Plus, doing stuff like eating, sometimes my wrists will get all weak. And strength is just a thing that isn't as as good for me as an average person's would be. Interesting. Brianna, talking about your challenges with CMT, I heard that you went for surgery. What benefit did you get from surgery? The benefit I got from surgery and a eight hour long surgery at that was both my feet are now flatter than they were before and it's way less painful to walk on them, which makes me really, really happy. Plus I got the range that I wanted to move my feet And it's just been a lot better walking, like so much more pain-free, which I'm really happy about. Awesome. Glad that happened for you. How's rehab been going for you? Well, Alexis, it's actually been going quite well, and I've really been enjoying it, including, well, meeting a lot of other people at the rehab center. Um, Plus... I just enjoy being able to do things that are adapted to people with disabilities and how they can accommodate your needs. It's really enjoyable. Right? I really enjoyed that when I was there. Yeah. Did did you have to wear a cast after surgery? Well, since they did do a lot 
of things to my feet. Yes, I did have to wear casts for around two months, but I got them switched halfway. So yeah. Nice. How have you been accommodating your needs after surgery? I got new braces casted or new braces made. And I was like using a walker and using crutches and sort of, you know, just going with how much I can do and like not pushing myself too hard. What short-term goals do you have that you're working toward? Well, stuff like being able to walk again and, you know, I guess seeing friends soon, hopefully, maybe walking around a mall and just getting my body back up and into shape and like also going back to my regular school. I think those are short-term goals and maybe being able to do a couple more cosplays and walking around more. Right, going back to your regular school is such an accomplishment. Yeah. After rehab. Now, Let's transition to talking about your entrepreneurship passion with your YouTube channel. Can you tell us a little bit more about your channel? Oh, yes, I can. I started my YouTube channel around a year ago, and I, I found that I really like doing animating and gotcha videos because it involves one of my passions, which is video editing. And I think it's a really great thing to do to kind of get my mind off of all the things that affect me and do one thing that makes me really passionate and shows my talents. Right. Video editing is challenging, but it's good to be challenged to get your mind off of things. Yes. How did you come up with the idea of starting a YouTube channel? Well, since I was really little, I really wanted to have a YouTube channel. Like, I'd always pretend that I had one when I was younger. I also just think the idea of being able to share your talents and what you're good at with people and your learning experiences is really important. Plus, it means that you get to tell people about more things like that I was having this podcast with you. And I just think it's a great way to share different perspectives on things and a great way to share your passion. Yes. Brianna, why did you choose the name Brianna Crates for your YouTube channel? Well, it was kind of basically because I didn't, like, there was a lot of other names that were already taken, and I just thought that Brianna Crates would be a good one because if I changed my content type later on in my life, it'll still be suitable. So, yeah, that's why I named it Brianna Crates. Nice. Are there any future plans to expand your channel? Well, yes. I think a lot of ways to like do completions and competitions with other YouTubers will be a thing that I'm really excited for. Maybe going to some events that are for YouTubers and like cosplaying and stuff. I think that that would be a great one. And hitting more subscribers, like getting a higher count on my views also would be great. Nice. What creative plans do you have for your future? Well, I always kind of wanted to do stuff that like 
would include my vocal cord range, which is like singing and talking and stuff. So I think singing and maybe doing like more video editing, more drawing, because I'm really passionate about my art, stuff like that. And maybe some cosplays to include the facts that I like sewing and stuff. Maybe even edit a movie or animate at a big company. That would be so nice. Are there any sports or activities that you would like to be in, participate in? Well, I think for sports and activities, they've always been a challenge, especially dealing with CMT and not being able to, you know, jump really high and stuff. But I'd really like to do stuff like basketball, badminton, baseball, volleyball, maybe some swimming, stuff like that I really enjoy. Awesome. How do they adapt? basketball so you can play well I've heard of um wheelchair basketball which I've tried but I think the thing that I enjoy more is when they lower down the baskets so they're easier for me to shoot a hoop instead of having to find that distance to jump up and then shoot the hoop yes I'm planning on creating a disability language podcast in the future some people with disabilities prefer to be referred to as a person with a disability and others choose disabled person would you mind giving us your thoughts on how you would like to be referred to as hmm well that's a little bit of an interesting question because it doesn't really matter, but I prefer to be like referred to as a person with a disability versus a disabled person because I can still do some average things that the majority of the population can do and is able to do. But like, honestly, either is fine. I just feel like my disability, I've gotten to the point where I can accept it and be like, I'm a person with a disability, meaning that doesn't affect me or the amount of things that I can do but obviously it depends on the person but that's just my opinion yes I like person first too because it reminds people that you're a person before your disability so that they look at you as a person and not your disability as a disadvantage that's so true Brianna this is the last question what do you think makes a mighty person hmm Well, for me, being or thinking as a mighty person would be not being afraid to adapt things to how you need them or not being afraid to ask for help. And like, if you're not able to ask for help, just ask someone that you know or someone that you're comfortable with to ask for help. But I think just pushing your limits to the point that you can still feel comfortable and safe with doing and making choices, I think really makes a mighty person. Awesome. Me too. With gratitude, Brianna, I would like to thank you for coming on the Meeting Mighty People podcast. I anticipate that it must be difficult to tell your story. However, it's very unique and it needs to be shared so that there is more awareness about CMT. This is the first time I've heard of this condition. This has been an amazing interview. Thank you for your time. Thank you.
Hello, listeners. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Meeting Mighty People podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please consider subscribing to my MailChimp so that you can get email updates of my blog and podcast episodes. Also, if you know of anyone who you think would benefit from listening to the Meeting Mighty People podcast, go ahead and spread the word. We appreciate your consideration and support towards spreading the word of the Meeting Mighty People podcast. This is Alexis Folk, host of the Meeting Mighty People podcast, signing off. Until next time. <laughs>